This is a new episode of Down the Rabbit Hole, episode number 27, and the second part of cloning. Human cloning. Human cloning. Carl, how are you? I'm fine. I'll just do a brief weather... Yes. ...kind of review. Yes, so we will go like... And now, the weather section presented <laughs> by Dark Mind Radio. Thank you very much. With your host, Carl Baldwin. Thank you. Um... Yeah, we've had some strange weather. Um, it should be really quite hot consistently at the moment. Mm -hmm. But we seem to keep having these subtropical kind of storms, don't we? Where we get yeah. these huge Amounts storm fronts coming through. And then it rains almost like solid water for like an hour. Uh -huh. And then it all kind of disappears again, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. And then... Summer rain, I'd say. Well, it's pretty strong downpours. Uh -huh. So it's a bit of a mixed bag, I can report, from here in uh, Cluj in Transylvania. Yes. Um, if I've said it before, and I'll say it again, if you live in Cluj, obviously you can just look out of the window. Uh -huh. If you don't live in Cluj, you probably don't care. Exactly. But I just feel as if I have to. And... This weather section was brought to you by Darkmind Radio. There you go. There we go. Very good, very good, very good. <laughs> Now, this could be your brand, actually, if you want. I'm worried about the price. <laughs> we'll talk later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, second part about cloning, uh, cloning humans, especially. Yeah. yeah. And you want to start with this this part? Uh, about I, I can do. Talking about what's cloning, actually. Yeah, what is cloning? We we kind of, I think you covered this last, uh, on the first uh -huh. part of the program. Um, it, it is basically producing genetically identical um, copies of something that's uh -huh. living. And obviously, uh, we kind of think, when we think of clones... In this context, we kind of think of uh, animals or stuff like that. But, of course, you can clone a plant or a, um, uh -huh. any living thing, right? Starting from the basic, which is a cell. Starting from a cell. Everything's made of cells. So, obviously, you can clone anything. And, in fact, of course, uh, agriculture and horticulture is built yeah. on, on this, right? Mm -hmm. Um And yeah, the, that's actually something that people usually don't talk about. No, they don't. And it's the most it, common it? form of doing it. Yeah. And in fact, a lot of uh, GM crops are effectively clones. Yeah. Uh, they're literally identical copies of each other. Uh -huh. um, so today, and the general topic is really human cloning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how about if we start with, is human cloning legal or not now yes. this is actually quite interesting because for the show i had a look into it and i've put a link in for the show notes uh-huh and interestingly there was an article written by a um a kind of uh, a legal person in the u.s uh-huh in 2013 and the view in fact, was uh -huh. that human cloning in the U.S. is not illegal. Or, not illegal. It's not established, I'd say, then, it, right? Well, it, the, yeah, it's like like a lot of these things. The law is, is not keeping up with 
the technology. And what people appear to get confused about is that beginning in 2001 and finishing in about 2005, uh, there was a, in fact a, a, um, a United Nations mandate that was adopted uh-huh. that essentially barred human cloning. But what a lot of people, I think, don't realise is that a United Nations mandate is actually not legally binding. No. But, you know, I don't know if, I, if this is true, but I think they're specifically referring to therapeutic cloning. They are. They're, they're actually, they actually talked about therapeutic and the other form, which is the one that can lead to... Obviously, therapeutic cloning is where you're doing research for disease um, uh-huh. cures and developing yeah. uh, cures and treatments and drugs and so on and so forth. So that's therapeutic cloning, where effectively they're cloning a few cells, or they yeah. might they might clone um, very early stage embryos of a human. That is done, uh-huh. or can be done, um, or an animal, or whatever. Uh, and therapeutic cloning, as far as I know, also includes things like laboratory mice, of mm-hmm. which there are gabillions of them out there, living very nicely, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. No need to worry about foraging those mice. They're living in the lap of luxury. <laughs> yeah. Little do they know what's in store for them. <laughs> so, so they're calmly going about their lives in their very fancy mice um, kind of condos in the laboratories, and they don't know that they've been bred to include genetic, um, whatever effectively, genetic uh, flaws that make them very susceptible to certain diseases for humans. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are, of course, um, uh, that is a kind of cloning, a kind of cloning. Yeah. Um, but of course, the history of animal cloning really started with a sheep uh, in Scotland. This, mm-hmm. this is Dolly, of course. Um, and uh, Dolly the sheep was actually not a very healthy sheep. No. Uh, it had various problems, which they believe they now understand a little better. Um, but it's not as easy as it would first appear. So, as you can imagine, if they have trouble uh-huh. at that kind of animal level, shall we say, clearly they're going to have trouble with human cloning. With human cloning, although I was also reading that uh, mm. the FDA yeah. uh, has stated before that they have jurisdiction over the process, but that doesn't really make it illegal. No, it doesn't. And somebody could just clone a human in the U.S., Yeah. Without the approval. Without telling anybody. And not telling basically. anybody. And that will not necessarily be legal. And then even if they then uh, ponied up to it afterwards and said, well, guess what, we, we've just cloned Bill Gates. Right? Yeah. Which I'm sure Bill will be really Which cool takes us to what we were saying in the previous show. Yeah. That we are almost sure that human cloning has well, been we are. done. <laughs> I mean, if we're it's sure. not really illegal, well. Why not? Yeah. Why not? I'm sure somebody has tried already, not publicly, probably. I am absolutely sure you're right. And uh, as we were saying, the FDA says they have jurisdiction over this kind of activity. But from what we've both read, even if you did produce a clone and then actually admitted to it afterwards, (laughs) basically they 
potentially you would not be prosecuted. No. Because they actually have no actual law legal mandate. Yeah. Right? So it's actually quite interesting. And and as I say, there was this article, this legal article written in 2013 in the US that basically said there is no fundamental law that prevents you from cloning a human in the US. And it's and it's just it's almost like a gentleman's agreement at the moment. Uh-huh. And, and we all know what happens to gentlemen's agreements, right? So we, you and I, we kind of both think surely somebody's done this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, surely. So one of the things, obviously, we wanted to talk about, I, I think, is like the kind of ethical concerns about yeah. cloning and what might some of the impacts be uh, of cloning if if it begins. I mean, for example, if I say to you, um, if if human cloning began, do you do you think it would? be like whole body cloning and do you think actually people would be looking for replacement organs like an organ bank uh-huh. i think that actually from that point i think it was on the last show also when we mentioned that why not producing a clone without a head, without head. <laughs> i think that's so such would, a good you idea. would just produce a body yeah. creating body parts and if they weren't needed they could become politicians <laughs> <laughs> they already lost the head they don't anyway. need a head right yeah. so Getting parts uh, to prolong probably somebody's life mm. will be actually very interesting in the future of the human species. Well, it's, a, it's an interesting ethical and legal challenge. Isn't yeah. It? Let, let, let's say that also with the breakthroughs we have been having mm. about also one of the nearest uh, stars. Yeah. I don't remember right now. Uh, was one of the Centauri or I don't remember which one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they discover right now a oh. planet... The size of Earth. Yeah. Habitable. It's in the habitable. The, in the habitable. Locks, the, yeah. They think so it will imagine, probably have water. Yeah. Imagine that, uh, in, I think inevitably, we will try to accomplish there. going to other, mm. other planets mm-hmm. in human missions. Yeah, I agree. So what would be the difference between sending somebody in their 40s, mm. you know, with that experience and knowledge already being an astronaut, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But their body will start to decay. Mm. What about sending a, a, a person with the same age right. with whole new hearts, lungs, uh, but kidneys? You, but you've got to be able to do a mind transfer, haven't you? Let's say that you keep the same body. Oh, you keep the same body. You just replace all right, you pieces just... like hearts, lungs, you know. All those uh, organs. Like going to the muffler shop, but yeah. you're having an... Uh, you get the service before going heart. to space. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say, I was thinking future armor and just send the head, right? <laughs> like Simpsons? And then, and then attach it to a new Or no, what's Futurama? The future armor. Yeah, future armor. <laughs> you know, the, the, the glass jars with yeah. it. <laughs> and then just attach it to a new body. Yeah. Come on. That's well, going to be the... Let's not recent, get carried re- away. Recently was released a TV series, Dark Matter. Where they go in uh, uh, in uh, suspended animation mm-hmm. stasis, and they can transfer their they transfer their minds around. Yeah. Uh, so it's, memories were erased and really. so on. So if in the future something like that could be done, yeah. well, then having a clone body yeah. will make everything easier. Clear, but I, if we're just gonna yeah. pursue this. 
interstellar exploration thing up just for a minute longer, um, which was the, the, the th- kind of thought, thoughts I've had on that is that if you think about it, if we can somehow do a mind state scan and actually kind of take a snapshot of a person's mind and then get that to run on some hardware, right? Uh-huh. So, like, in other words, you've got it running in a, some kind of artificial brain, shall we say? Uh-huh. So you've, you have consciousness in that artificial um, structure. Mm-hmm. Then, surely, to me, an option would be for interstellar exploration is to do that, freeze your, your um, not freeze, but do your mind snapshots. Mm-hmm put them into some kind of super fancy computer that is going on the mission and then run the the system clock in that computer at a super slow rate, but that mind doesn't know that it's running at that super slow rate. So to get from here to Alpha Centauri to that mind might seem like a couple of days because it's running super slow clock speeds. Uh-huh. And then when you get to the wherever you're going, which might be a... 150 years later in real time, mm-hmm. you actually just load that mind, you bring it up to full speed and load it into a humanoid robotic body like the developing now, uh-huh. right? We've got that Atlas robot, which is the Google um, unit. And the unit, uh-huh. And there's the NASA one, which is really impressive, the Robonaut. Imagine what they're going to be like in another 50, 60 years' time. Why wouldn't you, if you could take a snapshot of a human mind, run it in one of those? Mm-hmm. Why bother with the squishy bag of water and all the yeah. trouble that goes with it, right? Well, this would be this one is, of the reasons for cloning or one uh, application of cloning. Yeah. What about reviving endangered or extinct species? Yeah. Now, Jurassic argument. We, we come again to uh, uh, controversy of if it's okay or not to do it. And, Be- yeah. uh, you know, first of all, uh, evolution itself mm. has taken care of certain species. Mm. As being so, unfit for um, yes, survival. And Earth and the environment, everything has been evolving constantly. Yeah, and in fact, there's a very interesting way of looking at evolution, which is that we as individuals, mm-hmm. are at the end of a long chain of very successful survivors. Yeah. Right? And that all the ones that aren't here are the ones that actually, actually they weren't quite good enough. Yeah. <laughs> We're actually the peak of the, uh, the peak of the crop of the, right? uh-huh. over deep time. Now, how good mm. is going to be to bring back to life species that are already is it a good extinct idea? if they were extinct by evolution. Yeah. Because of, we know that there are species that are, have been extinct by human mm. behavior. The dodo. Yes. And probably these kind of species are okay to revive, but until which point is okay to revive a species that has been out and gone? Mm. Like we were, that movie, Dinosaurs, you know, in Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Mm. 
How good it would be to revive a dinosaur if it's just... But why would you do it? What would why? be the reason? Exactly. Just to have it as an exhibit and see yeah. a real dinosaur, how it was? You'd have to think it was something... It would be money-driven, wouldn't it? I think the, For sure. the profit motive would be ultimately what drove that. Mm -hmm. I would have thought. But it, it does make you wonder about... Um, I've, I have this idea that we're entering into like a an extinction bottleneck uh, that's going to take yeah. a number of a thousand years or more to play out, but we're seeing accelerating species extinction on this planet. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know whether it's occurring now. I know, you know, this seed bank in Svalbard where mm -hmm. they're, they're uh, storing samples in deep freeze of literally every living plant, crop, everything on the planet. You've really got to wonder why they're doing that. Anyway, um, <laughs> you really do have to wonder. Yeah. Um, it just makes me wonder whether, if there isn't, whether there is going to be soon a similar thing for animals. Animals, yeah. Spe well, not just animals, but Cells mammals, or, fish, yeah. cetaceans, everything, so that on the assumption that at some point we will be able to bring species back, we might be able to actually go through this extinction bottleneck that I'm pretty sure we're heading towards, I think, uh -huh. uh, and somehow either make it's it like not so bad or... Something like having your own foundation. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, like almost like repopulating the biosphere. Yeah. When, when the main irritant, i.e. us... Yeah, has been largely eliminated. <laughs> so, but anyway, it, in the movie, mm. there's this thing that uh, one of the dinosaurs mm. started to reproduce uh, by itself, asexually. Asexually, yeah, that's got to be the best way to. So, it. how do we know that evolution itself mm. will not do the same with something uh, that we clone that we? Came, brought back to life. Well, you don't know what the outcome exactly. is. Exactly. We don't know what would be the outcome no, of that species in a new environment mm. and how could it actually adapt to it. Yes. I mean, there is an argument to say that at some point women won't need men to reproduce. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think we should think about that for a minute. Well, maybe not for, <laughs> maybe not for a whole minute. But, uh, yeah, so it's obviously the there are... Um, unintended consequences of this technology, aren't there, that clearly is very difficult to foresee and, and I think is probably one of the main motivations of, around this United Nations mandate about cloning mm -hmm. because the potential implications are enormous. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if, if you were a billionaire today, if you were a billionaire today and you're in your 50s, It does make you wonder whether you would sit down some nights and go, do I really have to die? You know, it's like, couldn't I pay somebody yeah. a billion dollars to make yeah, yeah. sure that I have enough spare parts? Well, I don't have to tell anybody. The FDA no. is not that bothered. I can get it done in China on the cheap. Nobody has to know. Nobody has to know. I just keep going. Blah, you can blah, have blah. it just like going to the wardrobe to change clothes. You can go and... <laughs> That's right. And you kind of got, got to think that that's where it will come from, in a way. Mm -hmm. and, uh, the, 
the hubris of some super rich person mm-hmm. not wanting to just live there uh-huh. three score and ten years or something. <laughs> you know, they want to they want to get a bit more. Yeah. Um, and and obviously there will be huge advances if it is done. Yeah. There will be spin-offs, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it will clearly be a rich man's game, won't it? Mm-hmm. So can you imagine, yeah. you know, billionaires living for 300 years while the rest of us are still, like, dying at 84? No. That's like... Uh, that is actually us breaking evolution, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Actually breaking it and actually establishing a new mode of... Mm-hmm. Development, but sooner or later, do you think that that uh, uh, how can we call it self-created evolution yeah. would not collapse? Would be a moment when it would be not able to maintain it anymore. I'm sure there will be all kinds of problems. Yeah, but but if it's likely to be the domain of the ultra-rich, mm-hmm. then you know if they have problems. On their own heads, be it right. Uh-huh. If you if you're going to play with the devil, then uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, deal with the consequences, right? Yeah, because it ain't isn't going to happen on a mass scale, is it? Yeah. But what what other uh, purposes or uses we could have for cloning, or what else can we? Well, one of the things mention right now. One of the things we read about was, um, for example, um, cloning um, cloning a pet. A pet. And yeah. I believe that is already available. Mm-hmm. I, I believe there is a company in China will do that. And that, and I do know that in China they are mass-producing um, dairy cattle, cloning dairy cattle. I think cloning On a factory cattle, scale, right? Yeah, that could be actually a good use for it, solving issues yeah, in course. the planet for... Yeah. Uh, food. Well, you take you take a very good dairy uh, cow or whatever mm-hmm. it is. You want more of those, don't you? Yeah. The ones that produce a third less milk a day, let that one go. Clone that one. The one that's producing the 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 maximum. The maximum. Yeah. It's it's in a way it's speeded up um, breeding mm-hmm. into breed. Uh, you know, hybridization, isn't it? It's like shortcutting hybridization, mm-hmm. which is really what GM is. GM crops are really the super, the impatient person's version of hybridizing, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. isn't it? Well, that's really all it is, yeah. in a way. Um, but it just gets a lot of bad press, right? Yeah, and obviously they will have to be careful to not reproduce clones with clones. Because that could leave also all lead kinds to, uh, of legal, not only legal, but uh, uh, maybe some degradation of the species, for example, of the DNA. Well, you you're allowing uh, uh, evolution uh, is built on the premise that if a generation has weaknesses uh, that are counter survival, shall we say? to a greater or lesser degree, then they tend not to survive. So uh-huh. so the whole point about uh, um, evolution is it weeds out weak DNA. That's what mm-hmm. it does. So if somehow, let us say you had a billionaire who 
somehow could afford to have a clone made, but he had a genetic condition, then you're actually allowing that genetic... If that genetic condition prevented that person from having children, Mm -hmm. through cloning, they could actually carry on. Yeah. They They could actually have progeny. They could actually have children. The the biological line could carry on. The, The gene line would carry on artificially against nature in a way so Mm -hmm. and what about um the other thing we read about was um cloning dead relatives i thought that was a good one (laughs) (laughs) let's get grandma back yeah she was a laugh she was funny (laughs) she made us laugh and again there is still this i think misunderstanding about cloning isn't it that it only reproduces the physical aspect, not the yes, mentation the, yeah, of the, the person, the personality, the, right? Yeah. So that's quite interesting. I mm-hmm. So what uh, else have we got? Well, the, uh, what would be unexpected uh, situations mm. or outcomes from cloning? Mm. Obviously, we'll come to illicit cloning. Which we touched on, I think, in the last program. Yeah. That that there that you're just looking at there is the the cult, the Rallians, is it? Rallians, like? Rallians. Yeah. They apparently produced a clone in yeah. 2001, I think it was, or something. 2002. 2002, but they never actually provided any evidence. No. Um, I just like to say that we believe them. <laughs> we uh, actually invited them to write. We to did us, indeed. Right? And did they get in touch? No, uh, no. no, they didn't. Um, so yes, so... Another one is raising the dead. Well, this is the grandma argument. The grandma argument. Um, really, would you want to... Genetic immorality. Immortality. Immortality, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, and in fact, there is, again, they're talking about mice is a good model for that, (laughs) isn't it? That they're reproducing these mice, but very good. I think I'd rather them work these things out with mice than experimenting on people. Not everybody would agree with that, but... Uh-huh. And I thought that was interesting, the... Number five. ...iterative improvements to a gene line over time. Uh-huh. So you could clone something, but as the technology improves, you could actually enhance or fix yeah. little... We, we would arrive to practically a new... Species of humans. Exactly, like um, post-human. Post-human, yeah. 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 Mm. That is not a human scent in the post, <sighs> by the way. Yeah. Not that. No. It's what comes next. And then we have... A doppelganger. Doppelganger effect. Have you ever seen... Did you ever see that film, Doppelganger? Yes. 70s film. 70s, right? Didn't on. they go around the sun and there was a planet... Uh, in the other side. On the other, directly opposite. Uh-huh. And what's all the time behind it? So you never see yeah, it. Yeah, we never That was really good. Actually. Yeah, that's a good one, yeah. yeah. Uh, God, I haven't seen that film for years. Anyway. But yes, I thought this was interesting, this about... is There are security issues, aren't there? Uh-huh. Because as technology improves about identifying and recognising individuals, mm-hmm. we all, maybe many people have seen, like, Minority Report, the movie, where... People are walking down the street and there are iris scanners. Iris, not Irish. No. <laughs> Irish scanners, that's a whole different thing, I believe. Yeah. But an iris scanner is looking at your retina 
uh, and picking up the unique pattern and then using that to identify you mm-hmm. and then offering you deals or whatever as you walk past shops. But if, if there was cloning, then obviously they all... I do wonder about this, whether it would be identical, actually. Uh-huh. Because a lot of this is blood vessels, isn't it, in the yes. eye? And I do wonder whether that's it developmental. Exact, yeah, yeah. I wonder whether that is developmental and whether it would be different, actually. Yeah. Those... those uh, the fingerprints were probably the same. But. Yes, but, uh, for example, we were talking about the vessels. Mm. It's true, every, every person has a different signature in terms of vessels. They do. And, for example, we have in one of the companies I work with, they have a scanner for mm. hand. Right. Which, besides the fact that scans as well fingerprints, mm. it actually scans your the veins, pattern the pattern of the veins, of the veins in the hand. Right. And at the same time, they put a second one, which is a full face uh, scan. Right. And I saw that one a couple of weeks ago when I was there, and it was really cool. Yeah. The fact that people was coming there, staring at the thing, and you get the light like, well, you are there, you can me. pass, yeah. yeah, and opens the door automatically. Right, right. And well, I was like, whoa, that's nice. Yeah, <laughs> seen that movie, right? Yeah. But, yeah. but, but in, in tr- right. You don't know if that would actually be the same pattern. In well, Theoretically, it should be, but I don't, I don't know if well, actually would be. Let's... Let's think of something natural. What uh-huh. if what if you had identical twins, which is obviously a perfectly natural thing? The do they have the same retinal scan? I I, I think no. I don't think so because I think it's a I developmental so. thing, isn't it? Yeah. So as you grow, the pattern is distinct to your physical yeah. uh, interaction with your environment. And, yeah. and with identical twins, how does that work with those vein? You know, the blood vessel mm-hmm. matching. Which, is this is part of the next point, which was that rendering biosignatures useless. Uh, well, but we're not entirely sure, are we? No, we're not entirely sure, but if all these patterns would be the same, mm. then obviously that's a Then problem. there's a problem there to recognize somebody or to actually separate yeah. people I mean, from clones. And I mean, you can see this being used in the movie in 30 years time oceans 33 something like that where they actually clone the person it uh-huh. is a, it's a long term scam where they actually have to clone the person who they need to get into the vault right and but, with these mm-hmm. there was an example Hilbert, very very interesting uh, oh yes that yeah, yeah that there is a precedent with this yeah and it's not really about clones like you said it's about twins yeah and two Which ident- are natural clones. Yeah. Right? That's what they are. Two identical twins in the UK mm. were both charged with sexually That's sexually right. assaulting a teenage girl. And it was But forensics could not define and test who was the one who actually did it. They couldn't tell them apart. No. With the DNA. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So again, with identical twins, I'm assuming their fingerprints are the same. I presume so. It's just that's the, a very good question. It's just the retina is where I, and then the blood vessels. I just think, really, will it be exactly the same? Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody could tell us if there's somebody. If you're out there. a twin, for example. If you're running a cloning lab in China, <laughs> you can contact us. And we'd tell like us. to hear from you. Yeah, <laughs> please take us out of the yeah. doubt. Yeah, if you are a clone, we'd like to hear from you. Uh huh. <laughs> so. It's interesting stuff, isn't it? Yeah. And I think it raises all kinds of ethical, legal, 
issues. Yes. And this one is actually also interesting. Nature versus nurture. nurture. Yeah. That would change certainly as well. Well, as we know, as it's talking about the uh -huh. natural um, identical twins are an absolute goldmine for researchers, yeah. especially ones that have been separated at birth, and there aren't many of them. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there isn't an infinite large number of them. Um, but, of course, if you had clones, I mean, it's a perfect... <laughs> oh, yeah. It just seems a remarkably expensive way of going about doing that kind of research, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. When there's mice available. Yeah, exactly. And the mice don't argue back, and they have no legal representation <laughs> that we're aware of. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think our conclusions probably are that um, there's a very interesting future laying not far ahead at all. It's an interesting future. And it may it's, even be here, we don't know. Yeah. It is we, here in some regard. It still would present a, a challenge for us as society. Mm. Morally, uh, I think especially morally, yeah. ethically, will bring a lot of uh, issues with people. And sooner or later, a decision would be made regarding this. Mm. Would, Their legal would, would status. Be, would, would become fully acceptable. Mm to clone or might just die. But I doubt it's going to happen, Well, that it disappears completely, I, this thing. It will not disappear. No. I don't think I'm so. just thinking about that for a moment. Uh, talking about the legal status of an individual. So yeah. at, at the moment, you are born, and that process of being born starts a legal process. And the law First is all... all you're already considered a human being. Well, the law is geared up to the fact that people are born. Yeah, right? yeah. So if you are a clone of somebody, and let, it, let us say it's a billionaire, I would have thought that the law would probably be something like that they have no rights whatsoever. In fact, potentially, they wouldn't even be under current law, recognized as, as an individual. Yeah, They might exactly. be recognized as a human being, well, but yeah, their right. identity would be... Exactly. You're, you're right. The, word, the, the perfect word here is individual. Exactly. And this reminds me a lot of the movie Bicentennial Man. That's a good movie, actually. Yeah. That gets a lot of flack, that movie, but it was actually quite good. And it's a similar thing, you know, yeah. the uh, android, if you want to call it. Yeah. Trying to be recognized as AI. a human, as a yeah. legal, obtain legal status as well, yeah, a legal entity, uh -huh. a conscious individual. Uh -huh. It was a nice movie, I think. Yeah, and that other movie that touched on these, uh, which we don't want to go on about movies again, but uh, was the Island. Remember that movie where it was Ewan McGregor in the movie, uh -huh. and he was actually a full clone of a billionaire. Oh, and he ended yeah. he ended up actually replacing him. Yes. The yes. Bill, he didn't kill him, but the billionaire was killed. Mm -hmm. And the Ewan McGregor character just, just stepped into his... And just carried on. Yeah. You know, uh, the jealous mm -hmm. clone syndrome, right? Mm-hmm, mm -hmm. That's a future crime oh, right that, there. That's another issue that could uh, That's emerge. the perfect crime. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It... It's the, it's the perfect crime because you could murder your clone and say, I'm him. Uh-huh. 
And the, it's the clone that's dead, and no. and the clone has no legal status. One thing I found also around some paperwork is that seems that you can put also like a copyright in your genetic material. That's right. So maybe through that they can find out if you're a clone or an oh, original. Oh, put a uh, like a copyright notice yeah. in the junk. Or something. Yeah, in the junk, yeah. like yeah, yeah. copyright. Uh, yes, little kittens. Please call this hotline LTD. if you find this DNA. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so with that... <laughs> yeah, I think we should stop. <laughs> with that, we finish for today. Yeah. Uh, see you next time. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed, and if you have more comments regarding cloning, human cloning, or any other topic, get please, in touch with us. Please do. Uh, write us a message, however you want. There are so many options around. Mm. And let's start a conversation there. Why not? In the uh, comments or in Facebook. Yeah, we Just, found it very fascinating. Yeah. Okay. Carl, see you next week. Rafa, thank you. Yes, I'll see you next week with another uh, weather report. Weather report, and we'll see what okay. topic can we do next time. If you have a suggestion, also let us know. Please. And my name is Rafael Ruiz. We talk to you next week down the rabbit hole. All names, sounds, logos, and other related items are owned by their respective trademark and copyright holders. This podcast is a production of Darkmind Radio. Go to darkmindradio.com to find out more. All rights reserved, Darkmind Radio 2016.